Hello and welcome back to In Football Terms for episode seven. And today is a new a new type segment. We have had a anonymous email in from a listener, and he's actually been quite open with us. Explained his he situation. Actually, he really has. He really has. He's been quite open with us. Explained his situation, and and let's go straight to you now, Erling, to just take us through that email. Yeah. So firstly, just to kind of explain this segment, I'll read it through the email as it is not hiding anything just read out the email straight and then we'll basically translate that whole thing into football terms so that you you basically understand what we're talking about so this is the email hey guys so basically there is a girl at my work mcdonald's and she is really easy to talk to she has a really nice smile and we can talk forever and ever i really like her but i get the impression that she doesn't like me back It's so easy to make conversation with her, but it's almost as if every time we try to talk about getting together, she shuts the conversation down. I've seen her a few times outside of work. The first time was in the group and the times after that, it was just me and her. It's nearly been a month and I don't really know how to progress it any further. My parents have met her and they both really like her. She asked me yesterday if we could do something this weekend, so that would be good. I've never had a girlfriend before and I think she used to have a boyfriend that went to her school. She's really cool though and she has the exact same interest as me. Thanks. Well, first off, thank you for emailing in. Yes. We'll now get to putting this in in football terms. I think clearly we have uh, a player here that is, is essentially a free agent but is really adamant for this move to the club. And, and the club's I think just we, not making it easy. Though. The club's not making it easy. It's actually just not an easy situation because of that, because of that worse at work aspect. You know, there's yeah. always, if, you know, if it doesn't work out, then it's, it's going to be awkward at work, isn't it? And that kind of aspect to it. Yeah. So I think in terms of the player, we're looking at a bit of a Paul Pogba. Yeah. A, you know, not happy where he is. Not happy where he is at all. hasn't had ha- hasn't had the success there, and and he's got his sights now set on a club which I think you could say is quite Juventus like. So we've got a Paul Pogba to Juventus transfer on our hands. Yeah, and I think also why this this is the perfect transfer to kind of you know talk about this in that way is Juventus never made it easy for Paul Pogba to move to to their club. It was always on the cards and the social media, you know, were always talking about surely this season Pogba is going to Juventus, but it just never happened. And I think, I think Pogba always wanted it to happen. It just, it just wasn't made easy. And that's exactly what we're looking at here. So, so first of all, how do we, how, how do we translate this, this whole, this whole email into football terms? So let's just start by looking at the start. So there's a club... And there's a, you know, they attend mutual mutual meetings every week, mm-hmm. but there's other clubs and players there. You know, there's not, these aren't one-on-one meetings. They've kind of been brought together by this mutual thing, which, which is the working at McDonald's, right? And there's, and there's a lot of Pogba looking at the club, but there's not as much club looking at Pogba. Yeah, exactly. And the, the uh, Juventus representatives in this case... They are quite open and, and willing to talk. And I, that's been outlined in the email. Yeah. They're open and ready to talk. But what's difficult for the player in this situation, and I think this is something that's very relatable for a lot of people, is they're, they're open to talk, but 
How do you get it into into the negotiation yeah, well, phase? Or if, this is or, this or is or the if tough he considers part. the early, the very early stage of negotiations, there is just zero it's progression. Almost, it's almost we're in the we're from the uh, the situation that that this player's emailed in. We're pretty much in the scouting phase. Uh, Pogba scouted this club that he wants to move to a while ago, and it's about getting the club scouts interested in this player. So that then it can be moved into the ne- the negotiation phase, which is what this kind of middle part of the email is talking about, where it's talking about the okay we've seen a f- we've seen each other f- a few times, had some some meetings, yeah. Um, didn't say quite where they were, and I think what we can look to, and we'll get to this later, but in the future is really focusing in on on some one on one negotiations. Yeah, because here it, it pretty much infers that. There was a meeting initially, but there was a lot of other players there. There were a lot of other clubs there, and there was no real time for proper negotiations to go down. And then there were one-on-one meetings, but from kind of the impression we're getting here is there was not really much that happened in those one-on-one meetings. It was, you know, kind of just professional. I think the main thing that we've got to focus on here from a tactical standpoint for, for Paul Pogba is that we don't push into, you know, the kind of players just friendly with the club no, and nothing no, else. No. That's really what we need to stay away from. And we're already getting signs in that in that Juventus have met the uh, the referees already. Yeah. They've already met the referees before yeah. we've even entered the negotiation phase. Mm. I'm seeing that as a bit of an issue, which we're going to have to look at going into it's, the future. It's just... I don't know if it's an issue or it's just something we're not used to seeing in this because it is quite weird. It's like, do we call this a negotiation phase? Or we just do we just literally call this like, like you know, maybe it's really early days in negotiations, but never usually would you see a situation where the the player and the club have met the referees. Another aspect we've got to this is the fact that uh, Paul Pogba in this specific email, obviously not in real life, but in this specific email. Paul Pogba has never, never actually played at a. He's never taken the step into senior football. Yeah, yeah. That just may be an issue. Yeah. He may have played in the academies. We're not quite sure. But in terms of senior football, this will be Paul Pogba's first stint. That's not quite the same for Juventus. They've been playing in in the big leagues, uh, but once before, but not overly successfully. Well, yeah, and that's the thing about this email is we're not. You know, there's no real specifics that we can see. But what we can also see here is that. The club had a previous, you know, player on their hands. That's clearly not who they wanted long term with. So that's now, you know, the the contract's been terminated. But what we're seeing here from Pogba's point of view is a club and a player that both have the exact same beliefs and interests, which is a very, that is the strongest part I take from this email is that... An aligned philosophy. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So let's look into into the future now of this transfer and using some of your expertise as well you'll be able to weigh in heavily here as we look to almost take on agents roles for Paul Pogba and see if we can guide him into a place where we can really get heavily into the negotiation phase and obviously a a hopeful dotted line signing but at the moment that's looking quite far down the line so let's look at how we can just get into some clear negotiations so you you may have been in situations like this before in past transfers early. Just just your first tip, first of all, what can Pogba do in this situation? Yeah, well, I think there's been a few clubs where I've 
you know, I, I think I, I wanted to move there. But it, it's almost been been a situation where I've never really ever spoken to this club. Like, hardly know them. And this is a sticky situation where how do you then progress that? And that's what we're seeing here. So I think firstly, the first step we're going to see is obviously Pogba and the club see each other like weekly in in real terms through work. Yeah. And that is going to be the sole connection that has to continue to to work in this whole in this whole phase because that will be, you know, how they started negotiations and hopefully where the negotiations turn into contract. Would you also say that this uh this this weekly kind of conference that they come to? Yeah. That's actually a tool. It's actually something that can be used to the benefit 100%. of 100%. If you use that if you use that meeting right, then it can be so beneficial for you because you know, you're both going there anyway. You both have to be there. Yeah. There's no not... turning back. And also, you can get into a stage where if you you know, it's in real terms, it's work, all right? Neither of you probably want to be there. But if you can get to a stage where the club representatives are wanting to come into that conference because they know, you know, that, you know, we know Pogba's there. We can do some scouting. We can get to know Pogba better as a player. I think this, the work in this situation is a real tool that, that Paul Pogba can use to push this into another direction. But it's got to be used right, as yes, you were just saying. Before. And I think. It's not clear in this email, but I would assume that Pogba has agents at at work as well, because I you know I doubt he's going to these conferences week in week out, and it's just to see Juventus. I really strongly doubt that. So from personal experience, obviously he has the number of the club. I'd assume because they've you know they've met and they've had meetings before, but you you have to use your agents very wisely in this situation. Because he is not guaranteed to have shifts with Juventus every week. You know, the conferences may be at different times. So it's it's not, none of that's guaranteed. But it is almost guaranteed that one of his agents may be, you know, on the same conference, in the same conference as Juventus at, at a certain time. So this is where you have to let your agents, like, you have to make them aware that there is, or you want something to happen out of this. And use them to almost spice it up. Would you agree with that? I, I definitely would. And actually, um, going a, going a bit deeper and and advancing this, I think Paul Pogba needs to uh, use these these agents uh, for the for the in work stuff. Yeah. But he's got to start taking some initiative and getting some stuff outside of work well, getting some outside the conference yeah. and I was just talking I have I have a few uh, players that I watch over there I'm actually their agent and what I've been seeing recently is not taking enough enough initiative to get to get the meetings that need to be in place there's too much of this you said you said Paul Pogba has has the club's number well you need to use that and progress it in a direction. There's no point. It can't just be a contact in your phone. It's not a contact in your phone. And it's not just, you know, anyone can text anyone. There needs to be some guidance, some some actual direction to, yes, these, to these online negotiations. Because just to build on that, too often, even I've fallen into this, where we see players simply having conversations about the weather outside. Oh, yeah. You know, is it a sunny day or is it raining? We're not interested in that. In this situation, 
Juventus could talk to any player or any of their advisors about the weather or just even simply Google it. So I think this is where we have to push the negotiations further than that. And you're making a really good point here saying that too often the contact in the phone isn't even really used. And and I hope that Paul Pogba listens to this and he he makes the decision to push the negotiations further. But which is what we're about to help with. How do you think he can he can transition that from the weather? Well, firstly, he's he's in a good position at the moment because as as is outlined in the email, Paul Pogba actually doesn't we we don't know how, but by some means he has got a one-on-one meeting that's actually been initiated by the club, yeah. which is a big step uh, this weekend. This this weekend, right? I mean, to put to put it simply, this has to be taken taken advantage of. Oh, yes. This is an amazing opportunity for some one-on-one negotiations to take place. Now, uh, again, going back to, to your experience, can you just quickly give a... Uh, uh, what's your, what's your favourite stadium for these kind of first negotiations to take place at? Well, I think in this situation, because usually in this situation, when you, when you have... You, you know, you kind of met each other at a conference... Honestly, the Brisbane, the Brisbane City International Stadium is not a bad shout. Maybe go to, you know, Strike Bowling Arena and, and invest in some pool or some bowling, potentially. But the other thing here is we don't want Paul spending too much money because the first serious meeting, you'd be silly to waste your money on a potentially nothing transfer. So I'm suggesting the Brisbane City International Stadium with with maybe a side of strike bowling arena. But it really is also Paul understanding Juventus's interests. And obviously, as as said in this, they have the same interests. So if that's, you know, if that's active and going for a run, maybe we're looking more at like, you know, uh, Mount Gravatt Stadium, the actual mountain. You know, maybe we're actually, maybe we're actually summiting Mount Gravatt. You know what you know what I mean. It's it's really about the interest here, but I think the the key is for Paul again to not waste that first meeting because I will not sit here and watch Paul initiate the first meeting to the Brisbane City International Stadium and just watch him talk about the weather and talk about the rain that is hitting both of them. This is a situation where. Paul really has to spice it up and make it very apparent to Juventus that there is something here and he wants something. That's so true. All players these days are falling into this trap. We're seeing it too too often that the online negotiations aren't taking taken advantage of and they need to be and they really need to have some direction, which is exactly what what you were talking about. After, you know, in we're now into hypotheticals. We've We've got into this, and we've got past this first, uh, this first yeah, meeting. Yeah, saying it went successfully. Let's say it went successfully, and you're now back at work. How are you acting throughout these conferences in a way that kind of? Because at this stage, and this is another thing, you've got to you've got to not be scared of letting letting your feelings about the club be known. A club yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. going to a club isn't even going to begin scouting you if if they don't if they don't think that the player wants them in the first place. I I completely agree and this is a very interesting step because let's say so they've just been successful in the first meeting. 
now we're looking at what do they do after that when when you know when they see each other at their next conference and i think the key here is for paul to be to be a gentleman to have a laugh with the club and you know make it clear that they're on very good terms so people around them know that the negotiations are actually serious and they you know they're going somewhere but we need a bit of we need a bit of action from Juventus here because it will be a very tough gig for Pogba if he's turning up to the conference week in, week out after that first meeting and Juventus just don't want to respond. I think we do need a bit of work here from Juventus. But that all starts with Pogba just being a good a good guy to the club. And this is where the agents come in a little bit because from your experience as an agent, you know that almost you have to help with this kind of conversation at the conference because it's easier said than done to just for to just have Paul initiate you know three hours worth of conversation. It's oh, not that easy. And also, you can use your agents in a way that it's not just initiating you know your standard conversations. You can actually use use your agents to start making the the club thinking in a way of oh, maybe this is actually a player that we want to bring yeah. in because sometimes it's not even something that they think about until their mind does get jogged in that direction. Yeah. And we know many clubs, just because of the amount of, of things uh, that, that they have to take care of in their club, the amount of different perspectives they have from their advisors and, and stuff like this, some are really prone to overthinking, but you can also use that in, to your advantage. Right. Mm, yes. If the, if you get a little hint and you've you've kind of used your agent to feed some information to the club, it, you can be looking at very short time spans where the club is suddenly, you know, th- this is the only player that they think about. And I think that's, I mean, that's obviously a best case scenario, but it's just an example of of what can happen when you use your agents perfectly. Yeah, and I think also is, I was just thinking about it then as you were saying that. It is also very key that this isn't just a one one meeting and then for the next three months oh, there is no other meeting. We need I a think follow you up. need you need weekly meetings, you need a follow up and you need this to be consistent because the minute Pogba makes it clear and apparent that, you know, he wishes the move to the club, that is all good. But if there's no meeting that follows that up, then what are you doing? We'll wrap it up shortly, but just as a kind of last thing to finish it off, we just touched on the importance of more follow-up meetings, and I think everyone would agree that that's the kind of route that Pogba needs to take here. We're looking at more meetings, possibly trying out some new stadiums. How many meetings in are we looking at the, all right, let's just start sending some, let's get into the essay writing stage. We're looking at late-night paragraphs. When are we entering into that stage? Because I think that's another thing that players become unsure of, they don't know, have we done enough in the negotiation phase to kind of start pushing for the contract? Or, yeah. And then they, and then that leads to them staying in the negotiation phase for way too long and the, the transfer burns out before it's even begun or it doesn't last long because it burnt out in the negotiation phase. So how would you tackle that? Well, I've actually, I was actually talking to you the other day about this and I think uh, what's key is that the minute the club initiate a meeting, that is when you almost, that is your sign. If obviously in this case, it's the first meeting, you know, that kind of the first meeting slides. Slightly more casual yeah, yeah, as yeah. well, different situation. So I would say you, you have, 
I, 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 you know, an ETA would be two meetings. And then if the third one is initiated by the club, that is your sign that, okay, this is going to work. And maybe you're going to need a little bit of, a uh, bit of confirmation with the club's advisors, but that is kind of my rule of thumb. And just before we wrap up, I was also going to say, so we've talking very optimistically here that the club is very much on board. But what do we do if we're looking at a bit of a hard-to-get situation? Because we do see that sometimes as well, where the where the club really do want the player, but they're just intentionally making it really hard to, to achieve this dotted line. Well, yeah, I think you've got you've to kind of play... Um, play into, well, your own hands, I guess, by just, just kind of giving the club some offers that are quite hard to refuse. If you have used your agents properly... You know they're kind of free at a certain time. You know they kind of, you know, like doing this certain thing. It would pretty much be a perfect meeting and they decline that. Well, at that at that point it's it's getting you're getting sent quite a clear message. And I think it's at that point as well where as a player because sometimes that can also be deceived as they don't want, you know, they're not interested in the player at all, but maybe they are. So I think that's where you just have to almost just be open and just say, look, is this negotiation actually going to go anywhere or are we just purposely into, you know, trying to make this difficult? Because I know as a player, I'm not waiting around for a club that's just going to be intentionally difficult. Yeah, and I think if the club was doing that, that does also speak to their philosophy slightly. I yeah, don't know if you'd kind yeah. of wanting to, to go That's not the kind of ticky-tacker I'd be interested in. That's, it, that's exactly right. And I think that's another good way to finish it. Um, we wish we wish the best of luck to to our emailer to Mr. Paul Pogba to Mr. Paul Pogba in his pursuit of Juventus. I think he's got every chance. Erling, thanks for your time. We'll do it again shortly, mate. This has been brilliant. Thank you.